you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey everyone, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. I've been needing a quick getaway with my family, and the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe is the perfect vehicle to take us there. It has standard third-row seating, so I'm able to pack my entire family, plus pets, in the car while also having enough room for our camping essentials. Available H-Track all-wheel drive will get us through any dirt trails, and available dual wireless charging pads will ensure we never have to worry about getting stuck with a dead phone in the middle of nowhere. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 10 Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Ten takes. That's the name of the show. Ten minutes is the amount of time we have to deliver it. You know how this works at this point. We're all the way into the Pro Bowl week, pre-Super Bowl week. Tough morning for the wacky conspiracy theorists online who believe that the Super Bowl logo is going to dictate the two teams that play in it. Sorry, a lot of purple in that logo. No purple in either the Chiefs or the 49ers. That was fun while it lasted. Here we go. Ten minutes. If I don't get the ten takes in in time, it explodes directly in my face and I'm scarred for life. Let's find out how we're going to do today. Ten minutes. Start the clock. Patrick Mahomes is back in the Super Bowl, and he has an idiotic, offensive playoff record. Get ready for the next 13 days of hyping Patrick Mahomes, deservedly so. The best way I can do it is just completely fact-based, number-based, and just say this over and over. Patrick Mahomes is 14-3 and three in the playoffs. In the NFL playoffs, Patrick Mahomes' record is 14-3. and three. And it's so good because you can remember all the three losses clearly and quickly if you follow football. The three losses he has ever had at any level of the playoffs. One, when he was a young pup, practically a baby, lost to the Tom Brady Patriots in overtime. Two, the one he lost to Joe Burrow at home in Arrowhead in overtime. And then three, in the Super Bowl, again to Tom Brady, this time with the Buccaneers when Mahomes was running around like a rodeo clown because he had no offensive line. So let me explain that to you. The only times Mahomes has ever lost in the playoffs are one time in the Super Bowl, completely outmanned, and then the two other losses are not only in the title game, they're both in overtime of the title game. So to beat him in the title game, you need an extra period or you need him to have no offensive line in the Super Bowl. He doesn't lose in the divisional. We already covered that. It is absolutely incredible that in the modern NFL, with an AFC as good as it is, an AFC quarterback field as talented as it is, and a league as good as it is, and as offensive-driven, Mahomes is 14-3 and three in the playoffs. Think about that. Somebody like Lamar, who I'll get into in a second, 
as gifted and as talented as he is, also with a winning franchise and a Super Bowl winning head coach. Lamar's two and four in the playoffs. Mahomes is 14 and three, and he's trying to go 15 and three. Take number two. I was inspired by Travis Kelsey yesterday. I really mean that. He was the best player in the game. At his age, with the wear and tear he's been on, he was targeted 11 times and made 11 catches. That was, I think, Travis Kelsey's best game. You can find bigger statistics, maybe, or bigger catches or bigger moments. I don't care. It's fine. I may put it this way. That was my favorite game of Travis Kelsey's. Set the tone really early. Everyone's hearing about this Kyle Hamilton, this young safety out of Notre Dame for the Ravens. Kelsey scored on him early. He spiked it. There was no dance. There was no hip swivel. It was a big, mean spike. He was not doing the hard up to the crowd or to Taylor or whatever. Just pissed off, business-like Kelsey, who was amazing. Here's the thing about Kelsey. I've been on him this year, too, because he's disappeared at times for long stretches. Statistically, he just hasn't produced when the Chiefs really needed him. Fine. He flipped a switch last week. He kept the switch on the same direction this week. Dominant. And you got to know, that guy's been through some stuff this year. By his own choice, he seems very happy and everything, but his life has changed dramatically. His fame has skyrocketed. His lifestyle, his privacy, all of that. He was a very famous football player before, and now he's like a global figure that's got to weigh on your mind, that's got to mess you up. I don't know if everybody can handle it. That would eat people alive. You wouldn't be able to do your job. You wouldn't be able to leave the house. It's incredible that he's done that, considering what he's got going on off the field, how good he still is on the field. I was personally inspired by Travis Kelsey yesterday to be as good as you can, to produce like you can in the biggest moments. That was just unbelievably cool. Take number three, Lamar and the Ravens were terrible. I wish it couldn't be so blunt, but I only have 10 minutes. That was not a good game. The NFC game was really fun, back and forth, first half, second half, two teams putting up points. The Ravens had just next to nothing. They really did. Here's the story. You show up, and it's the greatest atmosphere that that stadium has ever produced. There's all the history. There's all the old players. There's the smoke. There's the fire. There's the music. You start with the ball, and it's a three and out. Bam, three and out. Then the defense comes out. This defense is incredible, and it's Roquan, and it's Queen, and it's Chiefs go right down the field, touchdown. Then Lamar gets a touchdown. It was really good play, incredible play. And then it just went fumble, punt, 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 interception, fumble, field goal. See you later. We're going to Cabo. Just like that. Just absolutely nothing on offense. It was bizarre. It was frustrating. It was disappointing. As someone like me who just wants a really good product, who wants these guys to go back and forth, they didn't go back and forth. And the caricature of Lamar for so many people is that, you know, he's going to make some really good highlights, but you can't count them in the playoffs and he's not going to win the big games. That was their birthday yesterday because Lamar had this amazing play where he threw the ball and it got deflected and he caught it. Wow, what a cool play, but who cares? Who cares? They scored one touchdown in the biggest game in the history of that stadium. They came up woefully short. And I don't know. It's just wrong generation, I guess. Ask Allen, ask Tua, ask Lamar. Those guys play with Mahomes and he beats them. It sucks. I feel very disappointed for Ravens fans, but at least the Lions showed up, put up some points before their tragedy. The Ravens thing was tragedy almost from the start. Really, really bad. Take number four. The Lions couldn't just lose normally, could they? They couldn't just show up, maybe have a couple lead changes, and then the Niners end with the ball, and they make a field goal at the buzzer, and the Lions lose 31-28. It couldn't go that way. It had to be a full, gut-wrenching, heart-ripping, throat-slashing tragedy, didn't it? It did. 17 points. I can't believe they lost that game. And I, don't give me the same old Lions stuff. I've been, I haven't bought on that all year. It was just a series of unconscionable plays. The Reynolds drop on fourth down was obviously big. 
But then there was another Reynolds drop on third and 10. That was a very easy catch. And Reynolds has made catches all year. He's not some, some loser who just showed up and, out of nowhere and can't catch. He's been really clutch for them. Then all of a sudden, I, I, I don't know what happened. Brock Purdy started uh, running a 4-2-40. This scrambling was unbelievable. Jameer Gibbs is not a fumbler. And at merely the most critical point in the game, Jameer Gibbs fumbles. Purdy overthrows Ayuk. It's not a good play. The Lions should have intercepted it. It hits their defensive back in the bleeping face. And then he catches it on top of it, Ayuk. If any of those things don't happen, I think the Lions win the game. Not to mention, do you remember at the end of the game when the Lions punter kicked an 80-yard punt that landed on the one-yard line, bounced directly up in the air, and they still couldn't down? It was a touchback. There was about seven really bad plays. I feel like if they made six, they win the game. There were seven really bad mistakes. If they make six mistakes, they're going to the Super Bowl. They made seven. Take number five. Frustrated with Dan Campbell. There's a whole culture war this morning and then armchair quarterbacking, Monday morning quarterbacking, uh, uh, mathematics, analytics. Should he have gone for those fourth downs? Where I come out is I don't like the cliched, tried and true, corny jock speak of, listen, you've ridden this all year as a guy who's going to be aggressive. You stay true to who you are as a coach. So you're telling me that you just adapt one philosophy in training camp and you don't evolve, you don't go case per case, you don't feel the game, you don't feel the crowd, you don't feel your team. It's stupid, it's overly simplistic, and it's reductive to what coaching is. You don't just say, Dan Campbell's a guy who's going to go for it, so you go for it. No, you, you see what we got. You see how you feel. There's an intangible judging of the game. You look in your quarterback's eyes. You feel the rhythm. You feel the crowd. Should we kick here? If Dan Campbell really felt in those situations that he should go for it and he should keep the kicker off, well, then go for it, Dan. Do it. But there's all this apologizing for Campbell with that dumb, corny, Disney cliche of you go with who you've been all season. No, you go with the moment demands. And I'll give you an example of that. Take number six. Mahomes after the game was absolutely nails. He was asked about how well his defense was playing. Remember, Mahomes only scored 17 points, and he went on and said, sometimes you feel the game. So that's Mahomes saying, listen, as well as our defense was playing, I'm aware of that, and I let that dictate how I play and the decisions that I make. I don't just chuck it around like I normally would. I can feel when maybe our defense needs me to put up 30 points. When our defense is playing that well, I've been in enough games to sense Maybe throw it out of bounds. Maybe punt. Let's let the defense win the game. It's brilliant. It's insightful. I think that's what Dan Campbell as a coach, not a quarterback, should have done. Take number seven. 49ers are back in the Super Bowl, and I think it's really cool. I was there working the Pro Bowl in Las Vegas last year, a few days after they lost to the Eagles in the Brock Purdy injury game. I got to talk to Kittle. I got to talk to Juszczyk. I got to talk to McCaffrey. Guys, I know just a little bit over the years. I have never seen losing athletes after a game be that flummoxed and that almost catatonic about what the hell happened. I've seen a lot of guys lose the game. It sucks. Uh, yeah, tough break. We'll get them next year. Juszczyk and Kittle, they could barely talk about how strange that game was and what to do about it, and they were so shook by it, and I really felt for them as human beings. They're back, and I'm excited for them. Take number eight, Brock Purdy is a robot after all. I've said it for all year. That's what you want. That little machine-like android who has all the most regurgitated artificial intelligence cliches after the game, how we never gave up and never did this. He's perfect. I love the guy. I don't know if he's going to make the big mistake in the Super Bowl and Mahomes is going to be better. I don't know, but I like the way he handled himself. Really bad first half. After not playing well against the Packers, nails second half. 
take number nine. The officiating was passable. That's a big win for us, guys. We're not talking about the officials today. I know the Ravens feel like they got jobbed. I don't at all. The Zay Flowers thing was crazy. He did three different things you can't do to, to showboat on a guy. If he had done two, they wouldn't have called. He did all three. The clowny call was fine. The Van Noy thing was fine. The officials, you got us home. We're not talking about you. Take number 10. I love ladybugs, and I didn't know they were good luck. Did you know that Brandon Ayuk credited his big catch to change the game to a ladybug landing on his foot before the game that it was good luck? I'm not making this up. Ladybugs are going to be hot going to Vegas. That's incredible. A ladybug take at the buzzer, 10 minutes, Brandon Ayuk. I'm not supposed to elaborate because I'm over 10 minutes, but he did tell Aaron Andrews last night that he was able to make that catch because a ladybug landed on his damn foot before the game and they're good luck. I didn't even know they were good luck. I had to Google it. People really swear by that. I swear by you guys listening to 10 takes every single week. I love you. It's Pro Bowl week next Monday. I'm working the Pro Bowl. So I'm going to Orlando and I'm going to intermix with all those guys there. I'll come back with stories and anecdotes and selfies and all that stuff. I got all kinds of stuff to talk about next Monday, and we'll preview the Super Bowl going into it. But that's it. I'm not supposed to go over. I got it in under the buzzer again. Ten takes in ten minutes. Tell your friends. See you next week. Ten Takes is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. For more iHeartRadio pods, go to the iHeartRadio app. Go to Apple. Go anywhere you like. It'll be there. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.